I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. All right, let's get through a few other things before we wrap up here. Quick thoughts on a couple of things I want to ask you about because we haven't talked in a while. Some Bears related, some Super Bowl related. And maybe we'll get to your crazy prediction next <laughs> pod so we can spend more time in you explaining it because you can have a fuller uh, explanation of why you are waffling to the extent you are. And maybe you'll waffle some more. Yeah, no, it's a simple explanation. I'll, I'll, I'll just tease it like that. It's a simple explanation, and it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it for the next the next pod, but it, it's it's really easy to understand why this 180 occurred. Okay, let's focus on this one. So Aaron Rodgers says during his, the Pro-Am that he won <laughs> uh, last weekend, and isn't it nice that Aaron Rodgers finally won something in February? There's also um, been there's also been some some skepticism on whether he came in with the a uh, proper handicap index. There's 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 some some rumbling that maybe Aaron was was deflate gating some stuff in the handicap. Where do you think he ends up? Do you think it's going to be uh, sure that is it certain that he's going to be traded in your mind? And are the Raiders the most likely destination for Aaron Rodgers? Well, I told you uh, on the Mully and Haw show a, a week ago that there's things you can count on if you're into w- winter soap operas. You got all my children. You got General Hospital, and you got Aaron Rodgers' off season with the Pat McAfee show being the the main portal to to figure out what he's talking about in any given moment. I mean, obviously, I think the connections in Vegas. The one connection with Devontae Adams is 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 the most obvious. The 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 need for a quarterback there is pronounced it's certainly been uh escalating buzz it's just really fascinating to be in this state again where the packers aren't showing their hand understandably and rogers is not feeling like he's in the loop as much as he quote unquote deserves to be uh in certain conversations you know, it's very interesting to hear that they're talking about me without uh without me there i can't believe they would do that uh that's just a, that's a little <laughs> throwaway so but it, it, i mean it's fascinating right because i think we all uh, believe that there were things in 2022 um that weren't great, but certainly weren't indicative of a, of a career nosedive. And I think Aaron's got a lot of good football left in him. He's got to get in the right environment. He's got to get into an environment that will accept all of the, the diva tendencies that he has. Let's be honest. Like that's a big ask for a building. And so you better be very, very confident that you're going to get the level of not only play, but connection from him. That's necessary to, to make a run at, uh, at the big prize. Do the Texans hiring D'Amico Ryans or the Panthers hiring Frank Reich have any impact, do you think, on either team's 
desire to move up and draft first overall and make a trade with the Bears? I mean, I think the desire was already super high, you know, and so now it's all about the the the, the process, the evaluation process and who likes which quarterback and, how, you know, can, can you fall in love with two or three, as we've talked about previously, and and where do you value them? And then that's all kind of team uh, dependent, and, and it's going to be really interesting to see what the Bears can command on a trade. I don't think those hirings do anything to push that up. I think both those organizations are, are hell-bent on, on getting a quarterback in this cycle, uh, and then we'll figure out which direction they take to get it. The Chargers would save $14 million under the salary cap if they cut Keenan Allen. Would you be interested if they did? I'm interested in any proven productive receiver that can help Justin Fields develop. Now it's all about price tag. And I think I'm, I'm a little bit leery of, of some of the things I heard out of the general manager's mouth in January about, Hey, maybe, maybe our, maybe our answers are in house, you know, and there's that thought like, Oh, okay. Is, is that a, uh, you know, subterfuge to, to hide your, your actual plans? Or do you genuinely believe that this isn't the best year to go and strike on a wide receiver? And you're going to try to put things together with, you know, Mooney and Chase Claypool and the, the cast and Brian Pringle and whoever else is the equanimous St. Brown that might be left at Hallis Hall. Um, uh, man, like you, you got to get playmakers. You have to. And they, they, they left themselves void of, of playmakers in 2022. And we saw some of the corresponding results and the corresponding lack of production. You cannot afford in, in what is going to be an absolutely critical year of development and developmental evaluation for Justin Fields to leave him without playmakers. So if that's an option for you, go kick the tires on it and make it happen if it fits your price tag. Does Tom Brady retiring and leaving the Buccaneers make it more or less likely that Mike Evans will be either wanting a trade or they will be moving on to save some money? I asked a buddy of mine who is um, known for throwing every possible future bear into my text thread at times to just continue to make a list of all the guys that we're putting on this quote unquote shopping shelf for the bears. Every time something like this happens, there's this, this sentiment like, Oh, the, the entire bucks roster is now available. You know, just go, just go down to Tampa and figure out what you want to select and, and buy it and purchase it. Yeah. It's, it certainly makes it more likely that they go in a new direction and that they try to uh, rebuild in a, in a different way. But um, you know, I don't know. We've had, we've had 35 receivers linked to the bears here since November. And, and it's going to be fascinating if what the batting average on those 35 receivers that uh, people have photoshopped into Bears uniforms actually is. I would, somebody should just compile. Maybe Studs can do this in his spare time because he's overflowing with it. Just an image gallery of guys uh, photoshopped into Bears jerseys that never become Bears because that would be a, <laughs> a, a fun revisiting exercise in, in June. An ex-Bear, Robert Quinn, is at the Super Bowl with the Eagles. I heard him tell reporters on opening night at the Super Bowl, he was still mad about being traded. Do you buy it? Because that trade, as much as it might have worked out for Robert Quinn because he's at the Super Bowl, didn't work out so well for the Eagles. And I think I heard one of our guests on the Mullen Haw Show, Philadelphia WIP reporter, referred to it as even disastrous. I do buy it, David, because if you get to know Robert Quinn as a dude, you understand he's a real simple dude. And that, like, the disruption of family and life for him was more pronounced than the pursuit of a Super Bowl. Now, I guarantee you that he's loving this week and he's going to enjoy strapping on a helmet on Sunday and going out on that big stage and, and potentially having a chance to 
kiss that, that, that shiny silver trophy at the end of the evening. Um, but I do believe uh, it, just knowing Robert, the way I got to know him over two years, that his wiring is, is simpler than, you know, he's more human than, than ring chasing athlete, if that makes sense. And so I do think he was, he was jarred by it and, and, and jostled by it and thought that he was going to be around here, win, lose or draw the bears. Obviously I think made the most of that trade and it, it's just part of this business. Moving on from Quinn created some cap space. The Bears have $92 million under the salary cap, more than any other team in the NFL. The salary cap did increase for every team, giving each team theoretically more money to spend or more cap space to use. Do you think that will affect how aggressive the Bears are in free agency or maybe not aggressive, but how successful they are since more teams will now have more ammunition? Well, that's part of it, right, is other teams now have more ammunition, and a lot of that ammunition goes towards keeping your own guys. And so so a a guy that you might have thought was going to get away into free agency, if you've got a little more cap space than you you figured, you've got a chance to now lock him up before he ever gets to that free agency flea market. And so it may deplete the market of what the Bears thought they were going to be shopping. And now... I think the biggest key, and this is what you hear from people around the league right now, is Ryan Poles retaining discipline in the month of March. Like, we're going to look back on this and say, just because you have it to spend doesn't mean you have to spend it. And so that's going to be a big thing for Ryan Poles because you can save some of this. You can save some. You don't have to go do all these contracts in 2023. The free agency class may be better in 2024, and you may say, well, look, like this just doesn't fit our price tag, and just because we have it to spend doesn't mean we have to spend it, so let's just sit and be cool with it and and save our resources for a later time for a player that fits better, and so that's where that discipline comes in because it can be really tempting, and you know, you can have that eagerness to want to cross things off your to-do list. We all have that, but if you do it haphazardly and recklessly, now you create more to-dos down the road, and one of the greatest uh, flaws of Ryan Poles' predecessor was the 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 need to constantly go address mistakes that he made previously. How many times were we introduced to a new free agent tight end at Hallis Hall and said, well, wait a second, Trey Burton's only here because Deion Sims was no good, you know? And right. like, you just kept going through and, and, and Adam Shaheen was no good. So we get, you know... It, don't don't put yourself in a position to have to go correct your mistakes long term. Make smart decisions and understand that that just because you have it to spend, it should not inflate the the the, the board that you have inside your 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 war room up there at Hallis Hall in terms of what guys are actually worth in the the 2023 NFL. Last thing I have is this could be a very big week for the Bears in terms of their special teams legacy. We're going to find out Thursday night if Devin Hester is enshrined in this year's class that goes into Canton. Also, it would be cool to have this happen this year specifically because Dave Tobe, the special teams coach for the coordinator for all those years that Devin was running back punts and kickoffs and putting himself in contention to be a Hall of Famer, he was the coach at Hallis Hall for the Bears. He's in Arizona. Devin Hester theoretically would be in Arizona when he finds out Thursday night NFL honors, when they announce the class, that would be cool. What do you think the chances are this year Devin Hester gets in? You know what would be the coolest about it is that it would be the class of 23. Right. So you'd have that symbolic. You could do all sorts of cool <laughs> graphics class of 23 Have the jersey out there. And it'd be just really fun for Devin. Look like I, I, I've been firm with this since the day he became eligible. The dude's a Hall of Famer. If you not only experienced that, that experience and, and just watching him play and understanding how he impacted games, all you have to do is talk to anyone 
who played on a coverage or on a return unit with him or anyone who played on a coverage unit that tried to stop him or coaches that coached him or against him. And you understand how much there is within Devin Hester that is respected and revered as once in a lifetime and, and, and generational. And I get it. He's a specialist and there's going to be some resistance on how do we put specialists in. Devin deserves in. I don't know if he's going to get in, David, because this is having sat on the Hall of Fame committee 10 years ago. I understand that the process is a little bit more um, complicated than, than most outsiders realize. And you only take yes or no votes on five guys. OK, so 100 percent of the room could could be ready to vote yes for Devin. But if he doesn't crack that that top five list of this year's 15, then all of a sudden you don't even get to, to that yes or no vote. And so it's complicated. I think this year there's a cent- consensus that Joe Thomas and Jarrell Rivas, first year eligible guys, are going to get in. They're going to they're be first first ballot guys. And so now we've taken a, a five five spots in musical chairs and we've stuck two bodies on them, you know. And so now you've got <laughs> 13 guys running around or, or uh, yeah, 13 guys running around for for three more spots. It gets complicated really quick, and a lot of really good football players get uh, rejected and denied and, and left behind until until their day ultimately comes. But I certainly, class of 23, I rubber stamp Devin in a heartbeat. 